I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, the cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. So you know how you go to a baseball game, and we've been to baseball games before, and it's like a crappy, crappy game. And then all of a sudden at the end... Like something exciting happens, and it saves the entire the entire game. I just go for the food, just for the record. Oh, okay. So last night, we were getting to the other way, and the episode wasn't all that great. You know, it was all like that until, it was like a baseball game, until we got to the end. And then at, near the end of the episode, we got Jahoon unloading on Devin and saying, Don't grumpy stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you went, oh my gosh, what a home run. So, that was great. And you know, poor Jahoon, you know? <laughs> Whatever. He can't help it. He can't help it, but he is such a, almost a waste of space. I mean, he contributes nothing to anything for anyone, even himself. He is. I mean, he's like a, a 12-year-old. Yeah. I want Worse. I want this and I want to do none of the work for it. And yeah. you could see it in what he said. He said, I just want her I just wanted you here fast is what he said. Right, because she said, Why did you lie to me again? What a mess. <laughs> so what we we have here is the two we have Happily Ever After, season five, episode four, and the other way, season two, episode six. Those are the two those are the two episodes that we have for this week. Um you know, and and the happily ever after was just a you know that was just massive. Yeah. You know, I think we look at this. It was I think it dominated really the entire week of what we saw. Absolutely. You, you know, so you know, I almost don't want to wait for that because that's the big news. But you know, we started talking about the other way, so we could probably just roll through those. I mean, so we had Devin and Jahoon, and. You know, they got to the apartment that, that that she had chosen. And I think initially I go, well, she picked the apartment. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, though. I mean, yeah. it was really small, but everything over there is. I mean, Yeah, I don't know what you'd expect when you when I mean, you I get there. that she brought both kids this time and that, you know, that would be tight space to have little kids running around. But, you know, one's a baby and the other one's going to be crazy no matter where they go. Well, I think so. you get... I could maybe get spoiled by the, I don't know, 2,000 square foot homes that you get in in the States. Well, that... she's lived over here, be, over there before. So I think I think it, the shock was more the neighborhood. Apparently the neighborhood was kind of like a slum there. Mm. So she was probably concerned about the kids not being able to go outside and play and stuff like that. What kind of suburbs do you have in Korea? I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's just not structured like things are here. Yeah, but I mean, he had nothing else to do with his time. It's not like he's got a real job or, you know, whatever. He probably could have checked it out. I completely wonder what he does with his time. Yeah, I think he hangs out with his friends and just, what do they do? You know, plays like a child. I guess. I don't know. You know, what could you really do? He's just got a side job. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So he can't be doing anything. Now, I don't know how far it would have been to travel to go see this apartment, but you'd have thought maybe he'd at least gone and see. But even if he went to see it, I mean, he's not going to judge. He's just going to tell her to come anyway. Right. So. And really, why was she having to find the apartment? I wouldn't have done that. Because. That should be the sign. Yeah, because if he can't find an apartment where he lives, then he's not going to do any of the other stuff either. I mean, that should have really been a a red flag. There may be also the producers. They may have been some kind of deadline here. You always say that. We got to make a move at some point if you're going to be a part of the season. Uh, Well, you you staying at home isn't. We're not going to be filming you staying at home. I think she mothers him. Sure. And so, like a mother, she just said, "Well, I'll just do it myself." You know. Yeah, but she's been doing everything. So, right. at what point do you stop? Right. So I guess she can't you, be surprised because you know, it's always the same. You know when you stop. 
you stop when you, you stop having his kids. That's probably right. when you stop, I right. would imagine. I did feel bad for her, though, because at the end, when she goes, well, I'm going to be leaving when my mom leaves. In other words, I'm not staying here, and I think we're done with this relationship in the preview. Um, she walked inside and started to cry and said, but I don't know what I have to go back to mm. either. You know, so I felt bad for her. Yeah, but, a lot of, you know. just a lot of unknowns. But she participated in putting herself where she is. I'm going to imagine, though, that a lot of that apartment is, is pretty much what you're going to see in Korea, mm-hmm. I would assume. You know, I'm just guessing that's what she gets. At least inside, anyway. Right. Which is maybe quite similar to what Ariella found in Ethiopia. <laughs> you know? But all these third world countries, just wow, these Americans are just in for such culture shock because by comparison, we live like kings and queens, you know? Mm. I mean, uh, Binyam's place that he got for them didn't even have a toilet seat for a pregnant woman. (laughs) Well, and you look at that bathroom, and and don't get me wrong, it looked really bad. But what they had done is, evidently, you could see it around whatever that little shower, stand-up shower thing, and around that toilet. It's like a black crust of of sealant or whatever. That's what it is. It's sealant. So I think, you know, you even saw in the pillow talk that people were just aghast at at how nasty that was, but you could just tell it was poorly applied and a lot of sealant. <laughs> so, you know, what I'm going to guess... Covering is, up a leak. No, I'm going to... Kelly, that stuff backs up frequently. So if it's going to back up through there, sometimes you're going to get some... You know, their sewer system is... Ew, nasty. Yeah, so that's probably a bit of what you get there. I think I'd rather be on a higher floor. <laughs> it, it almost looked like they were pretty low, too, and that bathroom looked low, so... I don't think that bodes well for That's not good. for sewage not coming into their bathroom. So you think she's disgusted now? Wait till somebody else's poop comes up Ooh, through the floor. Ick. Yes, but they seem like I think when my surprise was, although she was a bit, you know, she is the daughter of a doctor, so you know she's accustomed to, a, I would say, a relatively Elite privileged life, life right? Yeah. That. And she came down on him really hard. She did. I felt bad for him because he seems like such a really nice, genuine guy. And you could tell that he had put forth some effort yeah, he to wasn't be Jehun. prepared for her to arrive. And she just laid into him like the moment she walked in. And I do not like this. She was kind of apologetic, but did it anyway. She had three, I think three requirements, electricity, hot water, and running water. Mm-hmm. Which, if you have hot water, it's running. So it's a bit... Maybe well, you could have running water and it not be hot. Sure, but you can't have hot water and it not be... I guess you just have a pool of hot water. <laughs> so, but, but anyway. once we got in there, it looked like she had a few more requirements than that. Yeah, I felt bad for him. He clearly was deflated. Yeah, you and, could see it, it in his, his face. Feelings. I felt bad for him. But what we didn't see is the two of them didn't... She, although she was, I think, you know, she crossed the line. She was a bit hard on him. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, the two of them handled it quite well. I think in that scenario, we would see a whole lot of other couples fight. Right, right. And Yeah, it didn't turn into a fight. It didn't turn into one. I know, you know, there he, well, like in any relationship, somebody's got He seems gotta, very genuinely kind. Right. I wonder what his issue is. I don't know. He was married to an American before. Right. And and she left with his kid. She left and took the kid, and I think that broke his heart. Mm -hmm. So, who knows? He seems like the nicer one between the two of them, to be honest. Like, well, you're a product of your upbringing, and I think think she's acting exactly like you'd expect her to act. Yeah, a little bit Libby-like. Yes. (laughs) Or Libby's sister. Right. You know? I think Libby's probably nicer than her sister. She is, but... but Binyam o- seems by like a little bit. he uh, of all of the people and uh, Jenny, I guess aside, all of the people, I really seem like I like Binyam. Really seems like a likable guy. He does. So, and we got some Jenny and some at this time. Yay! So that was good. And what we did find out is, so she's in India. She made it to India last um, last time. They actually didn't have a they didn't have a scene in the last weeks, but this week. Yeah, the last thing we saw with them the was the welcoming uh, with the, the cow to bless their home. So today we resumed right after that in this we episode. got up the next morning. Up the next morning. And no magic happened. So. 
and she immediately wanted to go to the court <laughs> right. and get a copy of the divorce papers. Let's go now. It's not that easy. You got to wait a while. Okay, let's go. And then we saw the preview of one of his friends saying, well, I got divorced and it took four years. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> it looks like a lot of that has to do with... Trouble in paradise. I think it has a lot to do with both sides agreeing. And right, I think because that's why Summit is paying such a huge fee, is essentially you're paying the other party to agree to separate. Right. You're paying them off. And if you know they want it more than you do, I guess you'd hold out for some cash. Right, and boy, she's getting a lot from him. Right. Goodness gracious. I wonder if the court gets a cut of the amount. Who knows? There's so many people there. There's just a lot of people there. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot for them. It looked like, you know, the first thing they did is they went out for some tea. And Mm -hmm. it looked like, you know, they looked like a regular old couple. Yeah, they're so sweet. I just love them together. But he was a little, he got a little um, upset that she was on him so quickly about the divorce paperwork. But she's got pressure on her family side from her daughter about, you know. Getting right on the papers. Because they didn't even want her to go without having seen the papers. But he won't get the papers till it's finalized. And he won't be finalized till he makes his, his final payment. So, And he already told her that he still had another payment. Another installment to pay. So, You think if... yeah, I'm not trying to say that she should pay for it. But you think if she had come she back to... She didn't have anything left. She, she went well, back home with $2,000 left in I her think, name. Well... I'm not saying it. And take that was like it. five months ago, how and now long? she came back. So obviously, she used some of that to travel again. Sure. How? I mean, she could come back, and you could work about anywhere. I'm not saying it's easy to come up with ten grand, but right. She's drawing Social Security though now. Mm. So you know how you're limited on on being able to work. Yeah, that didn't that didn't come to fruition until the end of the year mm. when you pay your taxes. Then it's all out there. And they're gonna come after her in India <laughs> for her eighty four dollars in taxes. Probably well, if not. she's planning to, I was wondering about that, and you probably don't know because you don't even do taxes. But huh? I was wondering I if she's I planning. I don't like your tone. If she's planning to live in India permanently, is she retaining her American citizenship? And is that the reason she gets to still draw on Social Security while living in another country? Like, I don't get how that works. Yeah, I don't know either. She get a tax lawyer. She get one of Angela's. Seems like she get cut off at some point. She should see one of Angela's lawyers. Many, many lawyers to find out ta- about tax law for people living in the other country. Mm. Angela's got a lawyer for everything. Yeah. So we did get a healthy dose of Paul and Carini. No, we're not even. I, we're staying out as happily ever after. Let's blow oh, through okay. the other way. We still right. got Kenneth and Armando. Kenneth. I, I'd like to congratulate him for making it through this episode tear-free. <laughs> he did not cry. But do you see what he's doing? He's driving from Florida yes. to Mexico. I got to think that I'm in Florida. I'm thinking I could, I don't know, maybe it'd be expensive to ship a car. But it, you think you could, I don't know, the shorter way to go would be across the Gulf He's driving. Yeah, it seems like he's going to the other side of Mexico because he talked about he passed through Texas and into Arizona. I'm like, huh? Yeah, and I don't know what part of Mexico. I really didn't. I probably don't have. uh, I didn't do enough research to find out what part of Mexico. So he must be on the other side, like below California, like on, on, you know, Baja or something. That's probably it. You know, maybe across the border there somewhere. Yeah. You know, judging by his English and. You know how good his English is, mm-hmm. I would it imagine. Very good. And even saying his sister's English was really good. So mm-hmm. really almost no accent. So I'm sure they're somewhere near the border, I would or I would at least assume they were near the border. Mm. So we got a little bit of Armando saying goodbye and packing up and him leaving without him leaving without his daughter. So I mean it's he's significantly far enough away that they're both going that you know, it's a trip, so he, you know, they're going somewhere different. We did see a little bit of Tim this time. Oh, my word. What? He is a complete doofus. Yes. And, I, you know, I purposely saved him for the end of the show, for the end of the, the other way, because he is a doofus. A complete, complete nincompoop. Oh. Wow. And I don't like to use the term. I don't know that I've ever used the term mama's boy. <laughs> But he's it, very soft, and he's softer than Colt's yeah. belly. Oh, you so know? true. It's just 
you know, and you see here's another mom entering the picture. Yeah. You know? But he's just a blubbering yeah. idiot. I told you when we were watching the show, you said his voice makes you have anxiety. And I said he sounds like Goofy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and he he's is. terrible. Right. Um, we get to him and... You know, his mom is like, well, I think she's using him to see how far she can push him and manipulate him. And he's in there talking to the therapist. Oh, my goodness. It sounds like, you know, this dude, you know, I don't know, could use a man in his life probably. I can't believe he screwed up his relationship. He's lucky he had it to begin with. (laughs) Right. Well, I think that's probably the point. He found out that he's got a catch and he's real... He's real paranoid about losing it. But he's just, really, I think he's he's just a doofus. Yeah. You know? Like, I'd imagine he's bringing his cats and his comic book collection yeah, and I, whatever I feel bad else for he's Melissa. got. I haven't even really met her yet, but uh, I still feel bad for her. I can't well, believe go, that did, she's waiting for him. <laughs> so what does, I thought maybe, you know, we thought, Tim, maybe he brings something big to the table. But he's like a IT support guy. Yeah, I thought he was going to so be, not, when they said it was a dude from Texas, I thought he was going to be, you know, Texan cowboy type, but no. Right. He's, you know, roping steers. <laughs> no rough steers and tumble or, about him. Right. His hands are probably softer than mine. Or some <laughs> really manly job, like a construction project manager or something. <laughs> you know, something tough and manly. Mm, uh-huh. But no, he is an IT. Your hands I, are soft too, big. He's an IT. They're still callous. <laughs> They're callous there. Right on the fingers from twisting wire nuts together. <laughs> it's been a long time since uh, you had some tools in your hand. Do not like your tongue. <laughs> well, I don't think Tim's ever had anything. I'm sure yeah. he's in there for a manny and petty. But we don't want to know what's been in his nothing hands. Nothing <laughs> against, you know, an IT. You're just a, you know, an IT customer support person. That's It's a job. You know what I mean? I think it would be, you know, not necessarily a career that you would anticipate supporting a family off of. You'd like not to have to do that, I would assume. But he looks one step away from reselling stuff on eBay, you know? Right. He, he's almost in the category with Jahoon. You know, we know somebody like that. They were IT. Yes. They were IT support. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's where I went. And then it went to reselling stuff on eBay. You're working for yourself on eBay. <sighs> you know? So... So he's headed over there, and it sounded like his mom was going with him. Yes. So what in the world? I, I can see. Look, I mean, I get, I get, Devin's mom going with her. There's two kids. You know, to maneuver both kids is kind of tough. Yeah, but but this guy's mom going with him he is likened to Debbie, Debbie going, going with, with Colty. Colt. Right. <laughs> And all that's coming. I mean, I guess we ought to head over there. I can't believe he's even allowing that because he hasn't even met uh, the girl's family well, yet. you know. And I then think... he's got to bring his parent along yeah. at the same time. That seems like a accident waiting to happen Yeah, I right know. There. It's probably good TV, though. Disaster. Everybody's traveling. Oh, Everybody's traveling. And most of them are traveling with their parents or their family. Crazy. It's It's... It's like when a TV show... Like they it, need their hands held or yeah, something. It, it's like when a TV show, all of a sudden a family... Like, you remember that old Family Ties TV show from, uh-huh. I guess, the 80s? Yeah. You know, you run out of plot, so you, you get, they all of a sudden have a new kid. Was all it right, really we're that pregnant. long ago? Yes, it was. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. It was that long ago. So, what happens is, is you send Colt to Brazil with his mom. Because, it, it, what is it? It's going to be great TV. As, as annoying yeah. as they are. Yeah. But... So we get to Colt here, and I guess as we move, you know, we meet Vanessa. And have we seen Vanessa? We, we've seen Vanessa before, haven't we? Yeah. Somewhere. So Vanessa comes over for dinner. And my shock was that Debbie was a Vanessa fan. Yes, and turns out that, that oh yes, this was big. Big news about old Colt. Because... Um, when Larissa called his girlfriend, Colty's girl, Colty's gal is what she put on her phone. Um, she said that he was a womanizer mm. and warned her about how he hides his phone to yes. text other women. And I'm like, what? Colt? Really? For real? And then 
It comes out, he admits when he brings Vanessa to dinner, that he met her while he was still married to Larissa. And maybe it was the last couple of months. I mean, Whatever. Yeah, I get it. And that she was going through a divorce at the time, and they became friends, and then he says... And we slept together. Well, you know, Colt, he's, I mean, he's throwing that out there. But he but, didn't put it that way. He just said, we had sex. Vanessa <laughs> might be quiet about it. You know what I mean? If yeah. I'm Vanessa, I'm, I'm like, please don't So it looks that. like Debbie would like those two to be together. It should and be. his current girlfriend is jealous that he has any contact with Vanessa. And he lied to her and said that he wasn't going to have any more contact. And here she is having steak dinner. Was, over at his house. You know what I'm jealous? Speaking of jealous, I'm All jealous. All they had was meat. I'm jealous of that cut of meat. That was big. And they had was. four. They had four steaks there. And so. potatoes. I wonder if they were making <laughs> something for the cameraman. Yeah, I don't know. He was hungry, too. Well, I don't know. Colt probably eats enough for yeah, four I bet. He himself. ate that whole container of potatoes. Yeah. Debbie made the steak, but that was pretty. That was like... Uh, I don't know. It looked like frozen potatoes that she had put together. Yeah. What wasn't there of anything of on that table? Vegetables. There was not a vegetable. <laughs> That's what makes me jealous. Like, all right. I thought it was funny was... Um, we would have four ounces of meat each and a big pile of vegetables. They of broke... Kinds. <laughs> in the previews, they broke... I guess at the beginning of Jess sitting around that table with her friends, you know, when Colt was there uh -huh. with them and they were all going back and forth and talking. And Jess was describing Vanessa to, you know, her Brazilian friends. And she said that Vanessa was a friend from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and that girl said. <laughs> we looked at each other like, uh, when has Colt ever been to well, a gym? <laughs> and that's what the girl said. Since when does he go to the gym? That's funny. You got to imagine, you know. Obviously, he hasn't seen a gym in a long time. <laughs> we, we did see him working out in the garage. So yeah. I, I imagine that was equipment that he probably rented. But No telling. You know, just every episode that goes by, he gets creepier. He does. And more and more creepy. I'm trying to figure out why Larissa ended up with him ever at all. Well, Other I mean, than I think she well, wanted to come to America. I think Lar I do think. I think that was always her I motivation. I think Larissa's motivation was is, a green card. is to get here and get a green card. I don't think I don't think there's any question about that. Right. And I thought maybe she was jealous of Jess for a bit. I think we all thought about that. We're pretty convinced now. This is just flat looking revenge. out for a girlfriend. <laughs> well, I think no. I think a, a fellow I, Brazilian. I don't even think that's it. I think she wants. And revenge. Yeah, I think she's yeah. going to stalk Colt till the end. Mm -hmm. I mean, till this is over. I because I think I, I because think, he canceled her green card application. Yeah, I think if we're a fly on the wall, that Colt's probably worse than we even think. Yeah, that he is. I think he's probably a conniving, backstabbing kind of guy. Right. I, I think he's manipulative. A bad dude. Yeah, I think he knows every move that he makes and is calculated. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like him at all. Right. I like Larissa more than I like him. Right. And that says a lot because I hated her last Yeah, season. I remember that tell-all. It was oh, like, it was horrible. oh, she's just horrible. What? Yeah. So, you know, you talk about changing um, changing teams. Yeah, totally. So when we change teams, it's a Swalu time. And I can't really even blame Larissa for wanting to come to America. You know, I mean, she's got kids to support and sure. her husband, you know, and, and she's just trying to make a better life. And we see it. that the average life, as much as we say and how bad that it is, you know, at the low end of life in America, it's nowhere near the low end of life in, right. in a lot of these countries that they're that, exactly that these people. Are and when from. you've got children, you know, they just want better for their kids, you know. Yeah, and there's there's hope. You know, I think if you can have hope, I think if you're, you know, if you're living in a, in, at the, you know, at the bottom of the rung in Brazil, the Philippines, you know, I can see where you'd go. The, you know, the bottom of life in America isn't necessarily so bad. Right. Compared. It's just, and you know, I think it's the, you see it. It's the hope of starting something new. Right. And you want every generation to have just a little more than you did, you know. Right. And you can see it even like when we move from Virginia to Texas. You know, it's the hope of change. Right. It's that there is something different to look forward to. You can get into the rut of life and, you know, it can it can kind of wear you down. Suck you in. So, you know, change is kind of, you know, it's it's it brings hope. Yeah. So maybe things can be better. Where I think if you're stuck in the same old, 
job in the same old town doing the same right. old thing and your parents were there too doing the same thing it can it can just i think it could probably wear you down right you know i tried to transition to a swelu but Ugh. but i we think he's still probably riding on a bus around town somewhere yeah. <laughs> you know it was just a city bus he got on i know it so, so it just dope. runs a loop so if he got on the bus, it's just going to bring him right well, back. Well, he said that, um, I mean, I think what he intended to do was eventually to go home. But what he said when he got onto the bus to I'm the producers was that he was going to go find a place to stay. Yeah, I'm going with her. Yeah, I'm going with her. <laughs> the new woman. That's I'm so going funny. with her. That cracked me up. Here, take my mic. <laughs> you going to Utah? Here we go. But, oh my, did he, you know, what a, I think you, you know, that trip in the car. You know, I can't help yeah, but... Yeah, we talked about how sweet he was last episode, but you know what? He's I on felt, my poop list, I and felt he's guilty. never coming off. I'm watching him in the car, and I felt guilty for being a guy, just being wow. a man, yes. watching her in the backseat of that car. She's really rubbing one of her kids. She's got her boob out in the mouth nursing of the, the other, other one. nursing. You know, and the she's one turned screaming. sideways and wedged between two car seats, and she's like, "Oh, my back is killing me." Asuelu, can you change seats with me? And he's rolling his eye. One even before we get to that point, right? He, you can just see he's rolling his eyes because one kid's crying, the other one's crying because he's hungry. She's trying to appease both of them at the same time, and you know, he has no sympathy whatsoever. So, and then she asks to change seats, and he's like, "No." Put yourself in. Wow. And so for, for just a second, let's put ourselves in Asuelu's spot. Asuelu thought he was going to go back to Samoa and hang out with his boys. Right. And, you know, Kehlani could be hanging out in the hotel with the kids, hiding right. from the measles. Right. That's what he thought would be yeah. happening. So he's probably pretty excited about that. Yeah. But what does he get? He gets a trip with Kehlani's mom and dad. To celebrate his kid's second birthday. Yeah. Whoops. That's not so good. So he's not happy. I think the whole thing was that he was PO'd. And he was just lashing out, taking it out on her, assaulting her every chance he got left and right because he was mad. And basically throwing a two-year-old's tantrum. No, this wasn't. A hissy fit. This was a 15-year-old girl's tantrum is what this was, wasn't it? Horrible. This was just, I'm going to be miserable. And and, I'm going to suck everybody else down with me. And everybody else is going to be miserable with me. And so the car trip, I think, was something. I think, I wonder if he forgot that there were microphones and cameras. He didn't care. I don't think he cared. Well, I mean, it was bad enough that her mom was there and he talked to her the way he did. So think about how he probably talks to her privately. That's what I was saying. If he talks to her like that in front of her mother, then how much worse must he address her when they're alone, just the two of them? And she seems to be someone who just takes it. I mean, I I said, man, if I was that mama, mama bear's coming out, I'd be pulling over right on the highway and kicking his ass. Kehlani, you saw the way Kehlani was with Asuelu's sister. And, you know, you saw Kehlani... I think she can throw down. Uh-huh. I mean, she's a good-sized girl. Yeah. And not just because she's hanging out of her shirt. <laughs> she's just a, you know, I have a feeling, I, you know, how do you hurt her? I don't think you could hurt Kaylani. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't think that's possible. So she's got it in her. So I think genuinely deep down inside, she must be a kind person. Yes, I believe she is. But you see her just take it and take yes. it and take it. No way. And you said right then, no doubt about it, you are going to fight Asuelu if you're in the passenger, if you're the driver in that car. Absolutely. Pulling pulling over over. on the side of the road and whooping some ass. Right. No doubt. Well, I mean, you couldn't take Asuelu. That's the problem. I would put his ass out on the highway and say, find your way home, buddy. (laughs) Eat some raw oranges. I absolutely would. So what did she do, though? Call one of your friends in Samoa to come get you. What did Kehlani's mom say, though? Oh, I, to try pulling that in front yeah, of her husband. Right. <laughs> I'm like, forget that. Don't pull that in front of me, buddy. Well, I'm taking I mean, you out. Look, I mean, that was even pretty calm from her. Said, you know what? Mouth. You know what? Why don't you try that an <laughs> when hour? When my husband gets here. Yeah, try that four hours from now. Yeah. When my hardworking husband gets here. And he to just kept place. going. So they switched places. And then the kids get quiet because she already fed one. 
And he was still funny he, there. And he was like, "Oh, my magic! That was this so is easy." I found, and I'm like, "Oh, I wanted to punch well, him in the mouth." He didn't necessarily say that at that point that it was easy. I think he was just playing around with his magic. He has magic around the kids, so uh-huh. I think he was. And he, that led right into him saying that it was easy yeah. and that her job is easy, right? Because she was in the front seat, like rolling her no, eyes. Like, did he know. really just say that? You do have look. I mean, I go around and. Machines wash your clothes. I mean, I'm just talking about in our house. You have machines that wash your clothes. But they don't fold them for five people. Well, you know. I put my stuff away. That's nice. You know, all of this. Here's They're the nice thing. your kids, too. Uh, <laughs> I could pull a Libby on this one. <laughs> right? I don't think we're done with Asuelu yet to get yeah. back on. Well, uh, after this, and then him marching out. Without saying a word, just picking up his bag and, and leaving like he did. What a lot of nerve. And he's leaving on his kid's birthday. <laughs> his birthday weekend. His birthday yeah, trip. Yeah, it is a birthday weekend <sighs> and a birthday trip. But he's not even going to celebrate his kid's birthday. Like, stop being so selfish. Ridiculous. For I remember my birthday, I got like corn. I got to pick my vegetable. <laughs> That's how fun I had on my birthday. Here, have some corn. So, a birthday weekend. La-ti-da. Wow. So, look. I've never eaten an unripe orange. I didn't know you could that find them. That looks disgusting. So, is it just going to taste more like a lemon at that point? Would it be hard oh, and bitter? I think it would be bitter. And hard? Yeah. Yeah, have you ever bit into one that was dry? They're I don't nasty. let you. I don't let you feed me uh, fruit that isn't properly prepared. <laughs> I wouldn't give it to you, dear. Right. I wouldn't know. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm eating. I just eat what you put in front of me. Right. So, I complain. I'm, I'm like the court's, uh, the the king's uh, tester, the, but that, the food was, taster. That orange, that orange was green. Oh, it was nasty. Why would she even take a bite of there that? There was a debate, gross. like on Pillow Talk, on what that was. Like yeah, it they was thought a lemon, it was a lemon, a lime, because it was so yellow. She goes, "Why would you make me eat this?" It was gross. You know, even he's eating it and spitting it out while he's eating it. Right, and his face was all puckered up, right. and he it's ate just it horrible. anyway. <laughs> and that's where, you know, he dropped the bomb about, you know. And, and on top of the whole thing, she's sick. Sick as a dog. She is. And he's talking to her like that. Well, and he said, you know, at the very beginning when he first She'd cut She'd been up them, all night with sick kids. I mean, maybe, wow. Maybe everybody <laughs> should be at home because the kids are most important, is what he said. That's yeah, when oh. That's when the little snippiness started. The sarcasm. Right. Yeah, it was well, terrible. Everybody, she said, everybody's sick. So, well, the kids come first. Maybe the, we should all be at home and not take trips with the kids. It's like, oh, I know what all this is about. Yep. So he's no dummy. That's where it's going. I mean, he put all of this, he put his whole plan together. Yeah, he's just fuming the whole time is what it is. I love he's it. He's boiling inside. Yeah. So when the producers, you know, they pulled him aside for his interview, you know, what he said was he has a hard time communicating in English when he gets Whatever. frustrated. Whatever. But I'm not sure he was all that frustrated speaking English when no. he was pounding her about her job being easy. Yeah, he had no problem expressing his He just put the kids in front then. of the TV. You put the dishes in the machine. You put the clothes in the machine. I mean, I'm sure he's got a tiny, small point that uh, machines are making things easier. Well, it's the but, the managing of children that saps all your energy. I mean, she's got two tiny kids. She's got to have two televisions. She could just put one <laughs> in front of one TV, one in front of the other. Although, he, he probably can't play on the Xbox because Asuelu's <laughs> probably on it. I would assume. Probably. He probably has his own television and his own Xbox. Well, he's just not around because when he gets home from work or whatever, he goes to the gym and plays basketball with his friends. I would imagine it's probably once a week. I would imagine he spends most of his time similar to how we think Jahoon spends his time playing video games. It's what everybody does. Yeah. They're all just 15. Right. Or petting his cat and... It was the same with Pedro. He did that, too. Yeah. That's just the way, well, you know. But he is on my poop list Who? permanently now. Pedro or Asuelu? Uh, no, Asuelu. And I totally foresee them getting divorced. How do you recover? How do you yeah. come back from that? Nobody's going to talk to me So like we talk that. about, I mean, you get Tim and and Melza, Melisa, you get the two of them and you go, okay, how do you get past this cheating thing and... 
I guess you don't, you know, I think it's always just there, you know. So it's the same thing with this. This is a kind of argument I don't think you come back from. Right. And then you just storm off. Yeah. He's He acted like a child. A child I, having a tantrum. How and, do you get past no, that? It's not you like you can go to a counselor and go, all right, we got to work this out. Right. People don't really change that much. So. I mean, you could have a life you know. event that you would think at some point. I think, I think she had a, a profound realization in this episode when she said that um, when they were uh, in Samoa, she kind of. Mm-hmm. I think it was last episode. off her, his behavior and excused it as this was how he, you know, he's a product of his environment, you know. And then she thought things would be different here. And she said, but they're not. He's the same here as he was there. Well, that's because people don't really change. Right. He is a product of his environment. This is who he is. This is who he's always going to be. Right. You don't really change an adult in who they are. She said... Uh, that she she brought over a boy and expected, and expected him, him to, to be a man to turn into a man. Right. So it was just one thing after another. Yeah. I mean, we look at just, I think they're done. We look at the things he said, and if this wasn't on television for you to relive it, she he called her a lying bitch. Yes. Oh he my said, gosh, I couldn't believe he said that in front of her mother. And and he said, if your you know if your daughter asks dumb questions. You know, it's all this sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, she said, don't talk to my daughter like that. And he goes, well, I will if she's going to uh, yeah. say stupid things. It said, it like, was. Wow. It said, if your daughter asks dumb questions. It was like, wow. Yeah. He was on a roll. I think the lesson here, what we can find out. He backed a truck right over himself. Is do not marry guys you meet on your vacation. <laughs> there does seem to be a trend developing Wait, 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 wait a minute, though. Most of these people did meet them on vacation. And what about you? I mean, we technically, you were still at work when we met face-to-face, right? You right. weren't on your vacation yet. You were at lunch. Right. The day. The first time we laid eyes on each other, but day, we'd already established it. The day of your vacation. It was going to start that afternoon, correct? Uh, no, uh, it was the next week. Oh, okay. Well, good then. So you're, Week two. You're immune. Oh, yeah. you didn't break the chain. So you married a guy you'd met before then. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So I guess yeah. we're good. We met, remember we met up with, uh, with my brother and hung out a few times the all first right. week that he was here. And then he left and you had to go on vacation with me. Mm. What a mess. <laughs> so I guess it stands true. Don't marry guys. And surely don't go around banging guys on your vacation. <laughs> and, and don't. And surely don't marry them. Wow. And let alone you get some of these people that they've gone ahead and arranged to be married. And, you know, so I look at Paul and Karini. So yeah. I thought it was kind of cute, you know, when Paul was, they were in whatever, the hotel, I guess they were in that, that Paul's mom put them up in. And, you know, it was about drinking tap water. That I thought, well, that's kind of funny. So that's kind of cute. And you could yeah. just see her face like. She's like, no way. I don't drink tap water. Nuh-uh. Not me. <laughs> so she tried it. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't so bad. So I thought, yeah. you know, that was a little cute little thing that they had. Yeah. He's like, they make it good for your teeth. Right. <laughs> really, it's good. Try some. Because she was coughing because she was sick, too. Seems like everybody was sick. This week. Uh, I wonder if it was as coronavirus was hitting. <laughs> well, I can tell you who's going to be sick is the dog that lives next door to the two of them. Right, after he to, dumped his to two-year-old french fries out of his car. Oh, my. Wow. So, he had to know what that looked like. Yes, because he, he just left it. left it parked at his mom's house when he went to uh, Karini's country. And he's been gone long enough to have a baby. So, you coming know. back... He surely didn't think his mom was going to go out and clean out his car. It's in the same condition it was when he left, only it sat for all that time with all the crap in it. Yeah. And and I cannot imagine why he dragged Karini and the baby from the hotel to go over there to wait in the heat for mm-hmm. him to clean out his car. I was seeing He should have gone and made sure everything was prepared well, before he introduced her to it because he's trying to impress her with I living in America. I can tell you who got a high five for that 
everybody's glad. We're all glad that's on film. So I think we're all happy about that. <laughs> but what a mess. So, look, you know I spend my time when they're ever in those places just scouring. I'll stop and rewind and go back just to see stuff that they've got on the floor. And Their hotel room was already beginning to get trashed. Right. And I think we're only probably a couple of days into their trip. Right. But that car tells you who's the problem. Right. He's the problem. Right. And and what did I say to you? Because he was using the excuse that he couldn't get in his mom's house because she'd taken the to car get... key to get a trash bag to clean it out. Yeah, and used... the entire time, right behind them on camera, are two big city trash cans. It was maybe five steps from the car. Well, you'd he could have just it dumped you... it right in the trash can. Are you telling me he probably doesn't have some kind of bag or two or ten in that? Well, we know he had a tarp in there because... <laughs> he covered the disgusting seat with a tarp to put the baby seat Well, maybe in. the tarp was in the garage Gross. or something. No, he couldn't get in the house. In the garage. Maybe so the garage it was in the trunk because he said he worked out of it and he lived, lived out of it and whatever. So I guess if you think about that, you know, that, that little tidbit was out there that he had lived in his car That's what he said. So That doesn't surprise me. That gets you in. And it's part of Karini's problem with, with, I guess, Paul's parents would be that they're not supporting him. I mean, they did. They are putting him up in a hotel, and only up? for a few days. But what's? I thought it was a month or something, or a couple of weeks. No, it was like a week. Mm. So what? They what's he gonna do? I don't know. She's gonna end up going back with the baby. So Karini was upset, obviously, that Paul's Paul's mom isn't helping out more. Yeah, because you it's know been two they'd weeks met in a row. before, and she's really sweet, and she I think expected that you know she would get some support, her and the baby, from his mom. And she's really going hands off. Well, Paul and Karini have been around these shows for a while, so you're probably a little better at Paul's background than I am. Yeah. So Paul, let's see what he's got. Does he have a domestic? Is there a domestic violence thing in there, or did he burn down, burnt down the house of or, or lit a fire at a girlfriend? He house had or? stalking charges mm. on ex-girlfriends, and uh, more than one of them. Well, that's maybe he was sleeping in his car then. And, like, he would have a bad breakup and, you know, he'd become too attached and and act strangely and be kind of threatening. And then he um, he burned down some uh, dwelling. But it may have been his, so it may have been uh, an yeah. insurance issue or uh, something. Yeah, I'm insurance sure. fraud or something These like that. These are all things he said. We're not speculating here. Right, this not... and this was the reason he couldn't get citizenship in her country. Was because they translated his charges as terrorist acts, and so he had to go and get an attorney and dispute that and get it translated properly so that he wouldn't be excluded from citizenship. Because he did, he did originally live over there with her before coming to America. This time, so as much of adult as Tim is, he's nothing like Paul. You know, yeah. Tim at least has a job and a house that he's not selling. Right. Paul, who's older now, he's got nothing other than a wife and a baby. Yeah, and he's like, what, 30 or something? He's 36, I wow, believe. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, he's he's no spring Total chicken. Total loser. So, yeah, it's not it's not good for him, you know? But, yeah. you know, maybe, I don't know. They can't but get a couple of thousand dollars per episode. I like Karini. Right. I really want things to work out for, for her. You know, and then she had the issue. I, they're together, obviously, because she had an issue. I think she would have been just fine having Paul gone. And at some point, didn't she say, you go now? Yes. Yes, and she's already hinted um, before they left her country this time that she'd be okay if... Uh, they came, he came and got work here and sent her money back and let her and the baby live back in her country. Yeah, she really so wants not to do with him. She, they don't really, you know, have to be together in her mind. Yeah, there's no big love story there. And they would have broken up already, but she got pregnant again right. after the miscarriage. So, you know. Which just, like this... Like that could have been a clean break for her. That yeah, probably the, the would have kid, been smart. The kid is really the only reason they're together, that she's even trying. Paul must have some moves or something. He's got, <laughs> you know, girl after girl in the States. And then, <laughs> what are you ladies up to? 
nothing good. <laughs> nothing good. I look around and everything, everything we've talked about. Well, no, I guess Binyam was all right. Yeah, he was good, dude. Other than that, we're we're over all the way down. Yeah. We think we got Angela and Michael. We think Michael. Michael seems like a good, genuine. Yeah, person. I like him. I like them together. And and you know, we were talking about Angela. I really think in this season that she's really showing a more vulnerable side of herself. Well, she got hit with a bomb. You know, we talked before about uh, but she had to know. the way she is with her mom. Yeah. But in this episode, it got more into her health problems right. and potential health problems and um, the fact that her mom has had cancer a couple of times and beat it and so there and i think her grandmother did too so there's a good chance that this issue she's having could be cancer because it's a it's a female cancer and that's what they had and uh so she's kind of scared inside you know and Mm -hmm. she showed that but she wasn't really sharing the possibility with her family yet so I, i do i did get a new favorite character in these last couple of episodes that I've seen on all the shows, and that is Doctor Pettigrew. Her doctor. <laughs> she was funny. <laughs> the looks on her in face a dry way. You know, she's classic. not saying jokes other than I think the funniest thing, and you know, even better than maybe she the had Hoon's such a line, serious face. Was you know, Angela was just literally having a cow, just shrieking and screaming, and and, and she hadn't even taken the <laughs> the biopsy sample right. yet. And they ended up putting her on nitro. And, you know, she had said, uh, we never have to do this. This is, ne-, you know, it's like it's never happened. Right. We get through this with everybody else. The nitrous never gets used. Yeah. I can't believe they even had nitrous oxide at a gynecologist's office. You know, that's just weird. Yeah, who knows? Like they give that to children that having dental procedures, you know. Mm. I'm sure they do other procedures there, so that would be necessary. And speaking of that, Uh-oh. she was she acted like she was on you know marijuana or LSD or something. She was tripping. Yeah, she, she was, was just laughing hysterically oh, she, and saying funny things. She was all relaxed. She was. She wanted and, a do- she wanted Doctor Pettigrew to take a hit. It's you so take funny. a hit of this. But Holden, he's had nitrous oxide probably eight times. Because he had such extensive dental work done when he was little, and he has um, a really strong gag reflex. And so he had to have nitrous oxide or else they couldn't get any of the work done because Mm. he gagged continuously with instruments in his mouth. And he never once giggled, ever. He said it just made his fingers and toes feel tingly. But it just relaxed him, you know, and made him chill. He didn't, uh, he never didn't, never did get giggly like that. That's kind of funny. But that's how she reacted. I think they lightened things up a little bit for Angela this time. They had, yeah, I think she was sucking on it pretty hard. They had, they had this scene and they had what her, the wedding dress scene. Yeah. A little scene with JoJo, her friend. Yeah, that was nice. We saw Angela's underwear. Her little thong. There's no little thong she goes, about that. There's no that. way my fat butt's fitting in the, in these. Oh, that's. Yeah, I think she used a, a, another term other than butt. Yes, she did. You know, but even see here. You know, she came and she had that, she, and her bra is showing in every episode. Oh, and it was so lumpy. Yeah, there was so much stuff, and so I think you could lumps. play like a game and go. Yeah, guess she doesn't what? carry a purse. She puts everything I in looked. her boobs. And so what I had to think was in there. We don't. Do we have? Do, do we see Angela smoking? Yes. Okay, because yes. I'm thinking I saw a cigarette. Oh yeah, definitely. Because uh, he got on her case for smoking yeah. when she was over That's there. Right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And her voice sounds exactly. Yeah, like totally she's raspy, like a heavy, a pack a day. heavy pack a day smoker. Like when they for get 30 all years. moist, get all moist in there. <laughs> you know, obviously she gets pretty warm because she's she, always. And we know she keeps her money in there because right. she was whipping it out to her pay phone. for stuff when she was was over in his country. Mm. It's just all, but I think they have done a good job of, of you know, Angela was much more fun. Yeah, she's fun. I assume, though, once she gets over to Michael, that it's going to change a little bit. You know, she's well, got she, you know, Michael. she hasn't shared with him yet either her health concerns, and she knows that could jeopardize their relationship because mm-hmm. if she has to have a hysterectomy to get rid of 
her fibroids and yeah, whether or not, not they have cancer. I don't know. But if she has to have a, a hysterectomy for that, then she can't possibly well, participate in any way in having a baby yeah, for but him. We heard Michael can just have a concubine. Yeah, but she doesn't want that. What? Well, so you know. that's a problem because his family expects him to take on other wives. We've all got a lot invested in Angela. So something's got to happen here. I, f- I feel bad. I see right. a train wreck coming, and I don't want it to happen. I think after all of this, I think she's so stubborn that she just won't, you know. You think Michael could end up caving on. It's still his family that says he has to have kids. Yeah, I don't. I think that once he finds out she's sick, that he will be by her side. Right. I guess, you know, that's really when you find out. This is a right. lot of work here. Because I do believe he loves her. But there was never really any chance of her carrying a child. She I mean, that was willing to try. I right. mean, think of how horrible that would be if she tries, and just the struggle that that yeah. would have to be. That would be a lot to go through. Yeah. So I just don't know that that would ever been something that was possible. Right, but she was willing. But I don't think it'd be good for her health. Mm-hmm. Of course not. We did have Libby. Libby made it to Moldova. Yeah. They made it there. You talk about a cramped little spot. You know, when they got into that, they made it from the hotel. They made it into his place. And there were just a ton of people in there. There were. It was crowded. Yeah. They didn't spend, I I don't remember too many scenes that they had with Libby and and Andre in there. But I think the previews were the biggest, the biggest thing. You know, they were. It was them sitting around the dinner table. So I think that was the only. Serving food. Yes. And uh, she was like, oh, wow, this is a lot. Do you always do this? And uh, she was like, yeah, um, just a little, you know, fancier when there's company. But, yeah, I I make a big breakfast every day. And he chimed in with, Mm. you know, well, this is how women, Moldovian women, do things here, yeah. you know. At home, you, American women, you listen once. And here, you listen double. Yeah. I was like, like oh, oh, Andre, come on. You know, he was getting very chauvinistic. And, and like Libby said, you know, he gets a little like that anyway. But she says, I don't know what's come over him since we've been over here. Like, his chauvinist side is yeah. really rearing well, started, his ugly head. And he really was. It started, like, even when they were packing. You remember that whole uh-huh. packing scene? That was just great. Oh, that know? was hysterical. And he goes to zip up his suitcase. And, and clothes are hanging out the seams. Of course, it's not going to zip right. up. Well, and even then, Andre says right then, that he, he just snips at her and says, well, you're bad at managing your time. Watch how little time it takes me to pack right. up. Right. He just slopped it all in there. Right. And then, of course, she stands back and goes, hmm, oh, really? Well, it would close better if you had folded your things properly. Right. <laughs> I mean, she is always late. Right. So they end up packing their bags and... You know, I thought, and I don't know, we never, we didn't talk about it. When it, I think we watched a part of this separately and then a little bit together. So normally we watch this together. Where the but, bag was overweight. Yes. Yeah. So By half a pound. Yeah. And did you see Libby's face? Did you really look? And what no, she I said. No, I didn't. She said, and, and she said to the, the person behind the counter, she said, oh, really? You know, she looked at you like, like she was who she was. Like a half, it was. 50 oh, point, like, are you going to make a big deal 50. out of it? 50.5 pounds. It was like, it was almost, you know who I am. Oh, you know, it's, okay. You know, I think Got you look at haughty, anybody. Right. And just how, how snippy she was. That person who's just doing their job. Simply mm-hmm. doing their job. And how you can treat somebody like I that. I heard her say, oh, really? But I wasn't that, looking at her face. Yeah, it was, you know, and Andre came and saved it. He pulled a pair of jeans or something. Moved out it to of another it. bag. Yes. But she was just cheap. And look, cameras on or not. I thought I, maybe she was mad at him it, for his packing. No, it's like, no, it was her bag. Oh, okay. He didn't have 50 pounds of stuff in his bag. Right. But it was like almost like a Swelu, maybe for, if he forgot the cameras were on. Mm. You know, there it was. It was a real reaction from her. And you go, you know what? It was just of a privileged yeah. person. Spoiled. You, you, I think you can tell a lot when you see how somebody acts. When it comes to some unexpected I don't want to say, situations, yeah, and I don't want to say somebody lower on the scale than you are. I think that's a it's a bad way to put it, 
but mm-hmm. to see how somebody treats somebody that and, you feel is beneath you. Yeah, it said you. It was that your bag is is overweight. You're either going to have Pay to two hundred dollars, right, <laughs> or take something out, right. Well, they could have just hit her dad up for it's a couple hundred <laughs> bucks more. Just put it on the credit card. But you look at Libby, and you know the little interview part after. And I think the previews we see to the next season, the next episode, Libby brings up that she's the breadwinner. Yes. So there we go. The gauntlet. So if that is a part of the argument that they have, if he starts getting all snippy and she brings up that she's the breadwinner, you know, it's just a house husband that just cuts on his right, legs because he off. Keeps, he keeps harping on uh, male roles right. and female roles and this and that and the other. So, of course, she has to throw it back at him. Oh, really? That's a male role and He's this is living, a female role? Well, why am I the breadwinner and you a house husband? He's living the American dream. Right. That's what it is. And so she gets up. I think this is also tells you something about him. She gets up, takes the baby, takes Eleanor to bed. And right away, what does he do? He just starts bad mouthing her family, right? To who, his family, who don't get me get me wrong, who need to be bad mouthed, right? But you don't want to give a negative impression right. to somebody that you haven't met yet. It was he was he hit the stereotypical Americans are you know proud, proud and which is yeah. it's a true statement. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but he doesn't need to be doing that, right? Right. Now. Let them form their own opinions. Right. It's the same thing. It's the same thing that he gets mad that Libby does to him or Libby's mm-hmm. family does to him. He's setting Libby and Libby's family up, up. for failure. Yeah. For one, it's a TV. It's television gold because <laughs> what's going to happen is going to be great. Well, his brothers are so combative like he is. You know, you can tell they're all kind of hot headed. His dad is not that way at all, but he seemed but pretty calm. He and his brothers seem pretty hot headed, like they're ready for a fight yeah. if if that happens. And that was kind of their response when he said that. Well, so can you imagine her haughty sisters and and his high and mighty brothers? Yeah, that those families are going to clash they, like there's no tomorrow. When they all gather for her rebaptism. Oh gosh. That's that's a disaster. Yeah, so that was the big news that she's going to have to. It looks like get baptized in a into his orth- church, Orthodox church, before they can get married or they can't get a marriage license. And she says she's Baptist. So oh, we haven't heard them mention uh, religion or God, no, at all in any of the shows. So I'm we have him for him. I think the church is a part. of It sounds like the church is a part of his family, right? So I think that's a real thing. Yeah, because they want a traditional Moldovan wedding. Right. I'm not sure that, and you know, maybe they just haven't, it doesn't make good TV to follow Libby and her family as they all get together on Sunday morning and And go to church. And I believe the reason they they have to have a traditional Moldovan wedding is because I think they can't baptize the kids or the kid into his religion if they are not married in the church. So I think that's the reason Mm. they're trying to follow all these these steps and that was kind of the purpose behind their whole trip all of those it lead to getting the kid baptized and everything misguided i'm not sure what book they're looking at but you know i guess we won't get into that here (laughs) no (laughs) i haven't seen that in a rule book no (laughs) but i guess none of what anybody's doing here is in a rule book (laughs) that's not happening they're writing their own rule right what we didn't see this week and we did not see any sinjin this week what do you think he's up to? Uh, drinking. Yeah, he's probably drinking. He's probably hungover, I would yeah. assume. Yeah, he's got a problem. Yeah. She does, too. I mean, they both, they're just completely unprepared for commitment, you know? Neither one of them has any business being married to anybody. Yeah, we look at the other couples. They're so and, not grown and, in their attitude. And the ones that don't have children tying them together... You know, I think that's one thing. These two got nothing tying them together. No. And I'm going to say they probably don't. Love is not even something I want. I don't think they like each other. Yeah. I don't know how you could do this and not to, to, to do this. And you look at people who are friends with each other. And I think as we look through the couples, you know, you see that occasionally. Yeah. I, I see that Jenny and Summit could be friends. Yeah. 
I th- and uh, that's probably it. Right. I would say we were friends first. Right. And the romance came later. But almost see, as an afterthought. Tanya and Sinjin, there's there is nothing there. No. I even more just because they're already married and together. You know, I think we put the happily ever after group differently than Yeah, they're definitely bound for divorce yes. and in short order. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't even think they really like each other. They don't respect each other. Um and I don't even think they want the same things. I, I don't even life. think they know what they want at this yeah. point. From like she wants kids and he doesn't, and they both knew that before they got married. And now they're going to fight about it. Right. I mean, it's just stupid. And she was going to be a herbalist and whatever, and she's a bartender and right. he's a bartender and wants to be drunk. Wants the fairy tale, but doesn't want to do the work to have the fairy tale. Right? You well, know what I mean? It'd be great if you just hit a button and right. all this stuff worked. Yeah. You know, but it, it isn't like that. It isn't like that. Yeah. With... Neither one of them's really putting in the effort. Mm. Well, it's like Jahoon. I want right. you here fast, is what he said. Right. I just want you here. And can't you stay for a couple of months? Right. How narrow and short-sighted that all of that is. That right. I'm just looking at today and, you know, maybe a couple of tomorrows. But right. I can't look three months from now. Right. Not working on the long-term Yeah, somebody's got to suck it up. What, what? I mean, where do you see yourself five years from now? That work has to happen. And, you know, I think, um, you know, it's more than work. Because if you're not friends with each other, then yeah. it's not going to work. You know, you look yeah. at, you know, I just kind of glance around at the other couples. And I can't help but look at Alexi and Lauren and go, you know, well, they had some religion in common. Right. So I think that was... I think that that was um, something, a benefit that they but had. But they're going. kind to each other. You know, they right. are genuinely kind. They they care about each other. Mm. You know, and they, and they had the, a big fight. And they put the other one before themselves. The fight that they had at her with their whole the bachelorette, uh, the bachelorette thing. party. Yeah. That was about as big of a yeah. That a was thing. wicked because. He had done it first, and then she did it as payback, and she set up the whole thing and lied and everything. And that was really bad, and they almost didn't get married. Right, so you see that, you know, and that was, I think... That was childish. Yes. But that happens, and then they recovered from it. Right. You know, I think you look at Anna and Mercer, and we talk about them a lot. I think I like that they're, they're friends. Yeah, yes, I would, they it are. It seemed like, and the, you know, they still have the beekeeping thing that they're They have interest in common. Together, yeah. And... You know, we look at friends and people that were friends. You remember and that? And they're kind to each other. Remember that Patrick and Miriam? He was the dude that went to France and she had a yes, boyfriend. Yes, I loved them. Right. And so you see where they were friends. You looked at the two yes. of them and you went, if something works out and the two of them yeah, somehow came Because they were together. never actually a couple. Right. Because she actually was with someone when he went. Right. And But I heard that now... She's free, and she actually has come to Vegas to visit him since then. So I really hope that in some future season that those two actually come together as a couple. Right. Because they were friends, sure. and they, they were well-suited, mm-hmm. I must say. They um, they enjoyed each other's company tremendously, and they had a great time. And I think when you can see two people together, and, and, and maybe just because we've been together for 26 years now <laughs> but i think we can see people together and go you know what there's a friendship Base. with them right we were watching something last night you know when you watch it on hulu an old episode pops up yeah and we saw a- avery and omar together and you know i yeah. went you know what they seem genuinely yes like well suited yes yeah i like them together. but they didn't too. have the religious thing that they've already they didn't have to deal with that because she had already converted before right. that and i think it's the same thing when we saw it it's the same thing that we saw with jeffrey and varia right we saw the two of them together and you went these two have something between them right it was a genuine um you would almost say a friendship between them that you saw. You went, you right. know what? These two have a chance uh-huh. because, you know, they have that together. Right. And so, and then some of you just, you know, you don't see it. And and I think it's easier. A lot of them. <laughs> I think it's easier to spot when you see it. And you look at those couples and you go, yep, there's something different about them. Yeah. And 
and you don't see that you don't see in Paul and Karini. You see the way they cut their eyes at each other or right. the snippy things, and, and you would never see a Swaylu. You know, you'd never see somebody talk like a Swaylu talked to her. Wow, that was so bad. Look, people get upset and they get angry, you know, but. Wow, he just... I mean, that was a tirade that went on and on and on and on, and he just handled himself so poorly. Mm-hmm. I, I, he was just an ass, is what he was. Right. So I don't know how you recover from that. Yeah. But I know that, you know, for us... You can't talk to not only your spouse, but the parent of your children like that. And expect that to be okay for he five minutes, much he, less hours of it. He just you doesn't know? know. He's just clueless. Yeah. And so I think right now he's clueless. That was just disrespectful. He's clueless driving around a city bus. He might still be riding in circles around that <laughs> with his he's stomach stupid. with his stomach burning from eating unripe oranges. <laughs> he's probably got the poops. <laughs> Is that what it would do? Would that give you? Probably. It wouldn't be doing anything good in there. No, your body would be wanting to reject, reject that it. as quickly yeah. as possible. I would think so. <laughs> so so that's what we've got for, for this week. Um, I don't think we have much other news. We haven't. I think we've kind of been out of the loop fixing stuff in the house oh, for the past week. Yes. So we managed to get through the episodes. We didn't, we didn't check a whole lot of social media about, about everybody. No. So. No, we've been kind of busy with uh, stuff blowing up. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think that's been about it. Everything at the house has broken lately. I One caught thing somebody. After I caught somebody who um who was in the news. Who was that? Eric and it was Eric and Leda. Alita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So there was some interview with the two of them, and and you know just kind of what you would expect him to be, and yeah, you know, and so. They were out there in the news creating a ruckus. They have said quite a bit about the producers. They, you know, stuff wasn't staged, but how they encourage stuff. And well, she's mouthy too because she comes from privilege. They would have been unhappily ever after. She is. Ex- she's the most extremely elite person who's ever been on any of these shows. Yeah, she was pretty rough, and she, she even looked bad. She she's- came from like a kind of a royal family in her country. And they had, like, a castle or something. I mean, she had servants and all kinds of stuff. Like, she is the most elitist of anybody who's ever been on any of these shows. She's in Wisconsin now. Yeah. So. I can't believe they actually ended up together. Right. I mean, she was horrible, her attitude. Just mm. horrible. Wasn't she a doctor of some kind? Um. Any... Yes. Yeah. And she wanted to practice here. Mm. That would be a nice draw, I guess. Other than yeah. that, I don't think we have a whole lot of other news um, we talked about the Darcy and Stacy stuff, and so I think um, that's it. Ninety Day Fiance. I think that's it for the week. It was an exciting week. Yes, very good. Yep. So we can't wait for more one-liners from Jahoon. I think is what we're looking for. <laughs> don't, don't grumpy stop. You know, His English is so. I broken. was. I think I was laying in the bed. And I sat straight up when he said that. And I, I said, didn't know that's that... the name of the episode. You didn't even know. I didn't know that was the episode. And you were like, oh, really? That is the best. That i got to write that down. Don't grumpy stop. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure that's what I have to name this episode too. So I, I'm sure that I will. That'll be my response to you. We haven't, had a, we haven't had a disagreement in quite a while. So I can't imagine the last time you and I have even – you know, we're on quite a stretch. You know, you have little whatevers here and there, but – yeah. Even with all the, we haven't even looked at each other sideways. Yeah, I don't know the, how long. <laughs> the just the the hit in the financial department that we've yeah. taken in the last two weeks. It's been crazy. I think we battle about something, but no. but I can't wait till we do. Because <laughs> when you get mad at me, don't I'm, grumpy stop. Don't grumpy stop. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> You've been listening to Ninety Day Fiance, coupled with chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.